0: Welcome to the Just Me podcast, produced in association with the Armory. I am one of your co-hosts, Dustin Diodato.
1: I'm another one, Andy Fitch.
0: Unfortunately, Jamie Fallon could not be here to join us uh, for this episode. She is greatly missed.
1: But Uh, we we do have someone here. We do. The lovely and talented Melissa Parker-Karen.
2: Hi.
1: Hello. Hey. (laughs) Hello. Thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me. This is really a treat.
1: (laughs) Speaking, She brought us treats.
2: Yes, she did.
0: (laughs) She brought us candy that... That, um, unlike candy that, that we had brought in the past, tasted good. good. Good, good <laughs> yeah.
2: not bad candy. <laughs> yeah. Dustin devoured it immediately. <laughs> I did.
0: I did. I've been trying to like lose weight. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been eating a lot better. But it's like, well,
1: it's you don't want to be rude. I don't want to <laughs> be rude. Exactly.
0: Um, but I haven't eaten anything for a while. So <laughs> yes, yeah, please.
1: Um, it's so. milk chocolate. Right, There's milk in it. Yeah, that's dairy. That it's part of the good, right? Yeah. And
2: wafer. There's right. a wafer in there. Yeah. You got
0: your grains. You got your <laughs> dairy. Yeah. I, I'd be irresponsible and rude not to eat it in eight seconds. Did you not eat yours?
1: I did not. For fear that for the rest of the podcast, I'd just be like... <laughs> I apologize for people sense. who... That and made them cringe.
0: Yeah, um, it does. Uh, so we what could just
2: do mouth noises for the rest of the podcast. That, isn't there a whole
0: thing for that?
1: The, oh yeah, well, like ASMR. But yeah, I will say, uh, I guess, like there. Whenever I was in school, that was a thing we would do when it was silent, just to like break the silence, because we knew they would never, the teacher would never know who was doing it. Yeah, and it would if like two people do it, it's loud enough that everyone hears it in the
0: classroom. <laughs> He just so made like, mouth noises? Just like...
2: Oh, I hate it. Uh, <laughs> <That's>
0: just, <awful. laughs> like, you're
1: suspended. I wasn't like a bad kid, but I wasn't like... I
0: guess I was a jerk You were a sometime. bad kid.
1: I really wasn't, though. I never got in any trouble. But this isn't about me.
0: It's about <laughs> you. No, I like it when we turn on you. We always turn on we me. You can turn on me during... <laughs> later we'll, on in the fall. We'll finals. turn on you. Yeah. Can I ask you for a favor? Can... Turn yeah. on him.
2: Oh, absolutely. Okay, cool. Thank you. I'm ready already,
0: to defend myself. <laughs> I mean, it's usually me because I say something dumb. But let's just <laughs> Jamie's focus on not Andy.
1: here, so we have an odd number. So yeah, uh, and we're not gonna. You're our guest, so we're not gonna
0: gang up on you, right?
2: So, you have my permission.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think, I think, I think the audience would turn on us hard if we went after you. So <laughs> we're not going to. So why don't you tell us about your just me thing?
2: Oh, my just me thing. It's, um, so I, what I was saying was that I don't think there's anything that's just me <laughs> in the world, but, um, one of my unique experiences, uh, I was in a band and we toured a bunch and we put out a record and, uh, had a lot of fun in the early 2000s. Um, I had, uh, so yeah. And, and my, my then boyfriend turned fiance, now husband, Matt was also in the band, so... It was really cool. Hi, Matt. Hey. <laughs>
0: you think he's going to listen, or he doesn't? He doesn't. I'm probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he doesn't care what I do. <laughs> wow.
0: Um. It's a
2: it's a it's a healthy partnership. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. Um,
0: what kind of band was it?
2: Uh, a really heavy rock band. Uh, so we we played with bands like These Arms Are Snakes and Helmet and uh, the Thermals. Which was like by far like my favorite show we ever did. How um, long
1: have they been a band?
2: The Thermals just broke up. Too. I feel like they I didn't just, hear about did.
1: them until like 2010 or something.
2: Yeah, I, I want to say well, their first album was on Sub Pop, and they started. Gosh, I want to. So I have a weird relationship with them because their original drummer Jordan Hudson was best friends with my ex boyfriend. Like a million years ago mm-hmm. in Florida, so like twenty years ago, and i f- so I feel like, yeah, it's been about that long
1: they're a good band
2: you, they're yeah. fantastic Th- yeah three piece, and then they were a four piece for a little while, and they were back to a three piece, and they're really now they're no piece, yeah I know I'm so sad <laughs> end of an era, <laughs> but yeah, that was my favorite show that we ever played. We got to open for them in washington d c at the Black Cat, and it was completely sold out and we thought that they were going to hate us but you know being weird friends of mine and, and we, we played and like i just remember like the audience like like ha- playing in front of a sold out venue of mm-hmm. any capacity is like wild because yeah. it's just like all the energy and the applause and everything is it's crazy yeah yeah so i uh, miss it
0: yeah i mean it, it brings you back no matter what like every any time you do something like that you're like oh, i'm doing this again like I gotta, like I gotta figure out what plan makes it so that this this <laughs> thing happens again. Yeah. Um, what part of the band were you?
2: Um, so we were a five piece band, and mm. I played digital keyboards. Uh, our friend Scott played analog keyboards, so he played only Moog. You both. Mm. Pro- oh. Yeah. So you he didn't played...
1: l- bring around like a full piano.
2: No, no. He played. He played Moog. Um, excuse me. And then I played. Um, like I, I had a uh, an Alesis. Keyboards. I played a lot of digital and swell, like sound effect kind of stuff, and really fun like keyboard noises. And then Matt uh, was our lead singer and guitar player. Uh, Mackenzie uh, played bass, yeah. and then was later replaced by Travis. And then uh, Patrick was our drummer.
0: Do you yeah, still so play keyboards?
2: I don't. Um, I
0: actually.
2: Keyboard yeah. <laughs> um, I. I. I mean, I, I still want to. I just. Mm. Haven't found the motivation to do it since the mm-hmm. band broke up. Just um,
0: because I'm saying I have one in the corner.
2: Uh-oh. So,
0: <laughs> you know. I can we, play mean, we, we, mean we, chopsticks. We can stop at any time and, <laughs> and set, set that puppy up if you, like, if you want to. I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> you know, we'll see how it goes.
2: Yeah. Did you grow
1: up playing piano?
2: Um, yes. My family had a piano in the house. Um, and we were, you know, my, my mother's Asian, so we were forced to learn how to play the piano. <laughs> and, um, but I didn't love it. And uh, in elementary school, switched to the clarinet, and then went from the clarinet to the flute in high school, because I could put it in my backpack. And I didn't that was the motivation? <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. convenience? Simply, yes. Um, and yeah, exactly. I put it in my Jansport and zipped that bad boy up so no one knew I was a marching band geek. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was, that was high school. You could
1: disguise that? I couldn't disguise
0: that. The, the, mar- the, the yeah, being no. a marching band?
1: <laughs> it was just out there.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, Joy, my wife, for those of you who, whatever, um, I think she... I'm pretty sure that she was she played flute, but she wanted to get like a scholarship, so they basically were like, "Hey, play French horn because nobody plays French horn because they're a giant pain in the ass to carry around yeah. there's one right over there, uh,
2: so like oh my gosh, there is yeah,
0: um, that's the one that she had to to get her uh, scholarship. Sorry for the folks at home who can't see the French horn, but like you, you get it, you yeah. know like uh, um, so yeah, so since nobody wanted to carry that that type of thing around. They're like, play French horn and you'll get a scholarship. And she did. And she went to school on French Horn Scholarship.
2: So really funny story. My sister in like middle school, when you you know, you're like, oh, I'm gonna play an instrument and learn how to play it, decided at like 70 pounds, this tiny little waif girl decides I'm gonna play the tenor saxophone, mm-hmm. which was as big as she was at the time. Yeah. Um and the bus driver at our stop, because I I never went, I'm five years older than her, so never went to school with her at the same time. Like, I was already in high school when she was in middle school, and then I was graduated already when she went to high school. Um, And then we have a younger sister who's even younger than that. Um, But the boys, the bus driver decided that the boys on the bus would carry her saxophone on and off the bus for her because it was too big. (laughs) Well, they took it off on the wrong stop, and the bus driver actually ran over it. Oh, no. <laughs> and so, but my mom kept, like the school board ended up like reimbursing my family for it. Mm. And then my sister switched, I think, to an either an alto sax or a clarinet after that. She was like, all right, something small that I can carry. But we still have this flat saxophone <laughs> in our house <laughs> and it's funny because it's always flat uh, It's a music uh, joke uh, but it also is true
0: <laughs> i feel like you should donate that to like a tgi fridays or something oh, like completely. That, you know <laughs> just like you put random shit on the wall here you go like, yeah
2: like i don't know if any of you if you watched like how i met your mother but they have like the blue french horn that mm. in the wall and he steals it for robin and it's like how they like get together or whatever. But yeah, it's like that. It's like, mm. like what? That's a the always flat saxophone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, what was the name of the band again? I'm sorry.
2: The band was called History, which is impossible to Google. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it makes it very difficult. That's how, how long ago it was that we did not think about, oh, how searchable is this band? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because you could try. History, music, history, Orlando, history, band, history, music, Orlando band, and nothing's going to come up that will lead you in our direction. Um, but you, we do have um, a music video that was recorded and produced um, by Matthew Nelson, um, who uh, was is a friend of ours from when I worked at the record store. Um, and he did our music video, uh, at Full Sail, um, cause we were in Orlando and we got to use like this beautiful, like soundstage and lights and it was a full production. It was really awesome. Did you um, feel
0: like super rock star while you were doing it?
2: Yeah, except it was right after we had driven all night home from tour. So we literally had gotten home at like, I don't know, six or seven in the morning. Wait, is that right? I can't remember now. I can't remember if we got home at night, slept, and then did our... No, I think we got home in the morning, slept all day, and then went into the studio to record our video at, like, 5 Mm p.m., and then it was a 12-hour shoot, so we finished the next day, 5 a.m. So it was, like, all night, and by the end of it, we were, like, rocking out so hard, (laughs) Um, but I was... In between takes, like going and puking in a trash can because I was so exhausted <laughs> oh, and like dehydrated and like trying to like like give it my all for this video. <laughs> um,
0: and that just makes it sound more rock star to me. Everything that you're saying, <laughs> like you didn't even have to tell us why you're puking, right? <laughs>
2: You're, it wasn't because I was like drunk and they were like <laughs> just giving us shots in between. No. I in was in just... my
0: mind, you were like <laughs> right now the story is like one pair of leather pants away from just being like full, full rock star. <laughs> if you tell me you were wearing leather pants, then it g- totally goes over.
2: No, but we were all wearing black. Okay. And I had very short hair.
0: <laughs> okay. Like how? Like,
2: like a little longer than Andy's. Interesting. Yeah. Like and everybody
1: listening knows what my hair
0: looks like. <laughs> <laughs> well, it Google Andy short. Fitch. Yeah, like, it was, I mean, ugh. it was
2: longer than a pixie cut, but it was like real short. And I had a lot of makeup on. And what? it was like, a, like this time would have been right around the makeup time. Makeup
0: like, like goth makeup or like what kind of like?
2: Uh, just like heavy eyeshadow. Like okay. just, you know, lots of eyeshadow. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't really gothic at all, but.
0: Okay, yeah, no, I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to get the image, like, because yeah. <laughs> whenever whenever I picture somebody with a lot of makeup like in a in a rock star thing, like, it's I picture goth, <laughs> yeah, it's not Kiss. <laughs>
1: That's a ton of makeup. Huh?
0: <laughs> no, it is, yeah, no, but like I I don't picture it as, like I guess when I think of a lot of makeup in a music video, I'm not thinking it makes me pretty. I'm thinking it makes me like, oh yeah, set a mood. You know what I mean?
2: Oh, totally. It made like, me... It looked very, like, angsty, sultry. Okay, yeah. Like, smoky eye. Like, All right. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you're on the right track. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah. Yeah, it was... It was a really cool experience. I'm glad we got to do it. I'm glad that there's, like, proof out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, it was, it was a great time in our lives. So, awesome. Yeah. Who
1: was it that, like, started the band?
2: So... The four of them, I'll say them, because it was Patrick, Scott, Matt, and Mackenzie. they were in a band called Sound the Alarm, and, which is not the same Sound the Alarm that went on to be, like, big, I guess, uh, big label, like, major label bands that played, like, warp Tour and stuff. Hmm. Funny enough, though, we had, um, like, a Sonic Bids. Like, back then, you do, like, Sonic Bids. It was, like, you could, your EPK, like, your electronic mm-hmm. press kit and everything, and you could, like, send off like music samples and like pictures and whatever mm-hmm. well they had they owned you know sonicbids.com slash sound the alarm and i think i'm pretty sure that's the site that it was but they had put it on all their flyers and all this all this promotional material that went out and so matt's band sound the alarm starts getting like all these hits and and fans, and listens, and he's like, what is happening? Come to find out that this band that is on Warp Tour called The Sound the Alarm, or whatever, oh. is like...
0: Spelled per- it wrong on their thing. <laughs>
2: like, promoting Matt's band. <laughs> so um, they try to do, like, a cease and desist thing, and, and uh, they... Yeah, never. They were like, no, we own it. Like, pay us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, give us money, and yeah, we'll take it yep, down. But we had it
0: before you. Yeah, so. they just figured, eh,
2: small enough, they'll fizzle out, which did. Um, but then I I was in another band called New Roman Times, and I was playing keyboard for them and touring, like, the Midwest and the Southeast uh, with that band. And um, one thing or another, I just felt like it was my time to step away from them and cause they were like, they were like, they were doing really well and I didn't think that they needed me. It wasn't me. punk
1: anymore. <laughs> right. It
2: wasn't like, yeah, exactly. They were like selling out. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, but I, I just felt like it was my time to like, to my turn to like move on and I wanted mm. to like write my own music. I didn't really have any input in that band. I was just like playing already written parts. Um, And they're still to this day like really good friends of mine. Um, But then, so when I left that band, Matt and I had been dating for a few months, and he had asked his band if they thought it was weird if I were to join the band. Well, they were. (laughs) Here's 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 where the drama (laughs) comes in. Kenzie and Matt were ex boyfriend girlfriend, so they had been already in the band, they were like, well, let's, what's one more girlfriend in the band? <laughs> <laughs> so I got to join their band and we soon changed the name to history. So, hmm. okay.
0: Yeah. I can see that being an awkward situation of like, Hey, like my girlfriend wants to join you. Like, mm. like, yeah. Did you get along with her?
2: Yeah. And we're still really good friends. And okay, yeah, it's like, it's so crazy. Cause that part of my life, while it was so long ago, it's still such a huge part of it. Like I'm now married to Matt and Kenzie met her now husband on tour with the band with us, and uh, so yeah, it's like it—it's all it all works out for a reason, I guess.
0: Are you gonna are you gonna name your baby history?
2: <laughs> My sister actually asked me that. She <laughs> was like, um, "We do have a name. It's not. We're not going public with it yet." Okay. Um, but we, my sister was like, is it going to be history? Cause she's, she was convinced. Um, and to be quite honest, we, I did think like, Oh, what is the Chinese? Cause I have a Chinese middle name mm. my sisters and I all do. And I thought, Oh, well I would love to give my daughter, a, you know, to keep that tradition and our, that piece of heritage in our family to like carry on, um, to give her a Chinese middle name, which we are giving her one, um, but wanted I was like, oh, that would be cool if we. What was the the Chinese word for history?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so every word <laughs> that we like in American or in, in English language doesn't exist in the Chinese language. So there,
0: Chinese the Chinese language doesn't have a word for history.
2: Apparently, no. It's like mm, like a few words put together, a few characters put together. Okay. Or I I don't I mean I can't, I don't speak Chinese so I but my family does and my uncle is still in hong kong so i asked him like repeated, repeatedly like what does this mean what is how do you pronounce this like is there a word for this and
1: he's like why are you saying this <laughs> <to
2: me?" laughs> yeah um but he uh so yeah he helped us um pick or or at least decide like we love
1: so he knew why you were asking yeah he, 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 was, he wasn't <laughs> just random
2: <laughs> he did he do he was curious at first and then you know i finally we told him, we're like, we're, yeah, we're expecting a little girl. And uh, so we love, Matt and I both loved the word adventure or journey. And uh, so, yeah, her middle name will be KU, which means like what happens along the journey.
3: Hmm.
2: Like nice. what happens along the ride, whether it's good or bad. And we were like, we love that even more because there's no one word for adventure. Sure. like It doesn't translate. Oh. So Very but, yeah, cool. Yeah.
0: I, I, we're breaking some news here. Yeah, for folks, it's in, true. you know. I mean, who they cares don't... about the first name, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean that would—that's the real scoop. And <laughs> <laughs> if I find out you go on a different podcast and tell them what the first name is, I'm going to be pretty offended. <laughs> I but, promise, it's a secret. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> so, uh,
1: No, go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 Dustin, go ahead.
0: Um, <laughs> like, so was it like like they portray in like movies? Like, were you guys just like? going out and getting wasted in there was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, drinks and drugs backstage all the time and, like, sleeping on a, you know, in a, like, in a bus and that kind of, like.
2: So, absolutely not. Uh, when you are a broke band uh, out of Orlando, Florida, just trying to, like, play in front of an audience of any size, whether it be two people, just the bartenders, or an entire, like, 300-person capacity venue – Um, we were in a 15 passenger van. We loaded our equipment in and out. We were our own guitar techs, we were our own sound people. Um, we slept on floors uh of anyone that would let us (laughs) sleep at their house. We occasionally um when we got paid were able to like splurge on a $30 hotel room so we could like take a shower on occasion, um, which was really nice. Um but mostly it was like we stayed with a lot of friends. Um, in different cities that we knew other bands would help, you know, put you up and you'd sleep on couches or floors. Um, green rooms. Wow. Uh, depending on the venue, there might have been a green room, but if you weren't the headliner, like that wasn't yours. It was like, here's a case of PBR. Have (laughs) fun. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it was like, is like all the good and bad. Like I, I would do it all over again in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. It was, it was really fun and really, I mean, the five of us really loved each other. We were a family and we spent a lot of time together. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was really cool.
0: Would you, you do like, like a venue a night or would it be like, I'm going to go here and then I'm going to go here and then I'm going to go here all in one night?
2: So we, so I don't, this is like crazy to think about too. Matt would when he booked our tour, would literally look in the phone book or, like, look up yellowpages.com for what venues or, like, ask people on MySpace or, like, friends that we knew that lived in other cities, like, where should we play? What other bands are, you know, or we'd look at, like, the tour schedule of, like, bands that were, like, similar in size um, or playing venues similar in size to us, like Minus the Bear at the time. Um, and... and uh just break up. Yeah, they did too. I know, like all my favorite bands. <laughs> this is so sad. Um, yeah, they just had—they're on their farewell tour right now. So I think. Did they'll you finish. see them? I did. Oh, yeah? yeah, we got to see them. Um, ooh, which—that's uh, another cool story that I'll share in just a second. Um, but uh, we would like look up and see the venues that people were playing, like Black Cat and DC, and um, you know. Um, Oh my gosh! I'm blanking., uh, so Mercury Lounge here in New York, and you know, um there was alligators in Brooklyn, like back in the day, and um, so we would look those up, and Matt would literally call on the phone and say, "Hey, my band is from Orlando, and we're gonna be in town from this day to this day or around excuse me around this time. Do you have any shows that we could hop onto or open for?" And it was literally, like, picking up the phone and calling and then, like, writing down the address, who is our contact person, what time is loaded, and, like, it was all so manual. We had, like, a binder, and we would, like, write down, like, all the information, and then we would call call ahead, like, the day before we got there what time is load-in? Where do we park? Like, all all the logistics of everything. And now it's, like, all email and it's GPS. Like, we had to, like, we wrote in a map. Like, <laughs> like highlighted the whole, like, tour in a map in, like, an atlas. And it was, like, what's at this exit? And so now it's, like, it's so easy. I feel like it's so easy for, like, young bands so to, you The thing
0: like, is kids these days don't know what it was like.
2: That's right. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Um,
1: like, I remember driving... Sorry. Like... <laughs> Uh, I had I had some close friends who were in bands, and they d- it was a lot of basement shows, mm-hmm. uh, but you know it's somebody's house, so you need to know how to get there. And yeah. in that time period, like MapQuest and like Google Maps and Yahoo Maps were like the thing, so you'd be printing out the directions to everything, and we just had like a backseat full of what, <laughs> like map <laughs> papers printed out from MapQuest.
3: It's true.
0: Oh, see, I never to be used again. Um, I had a friend who, because I'm older than you. Um, what? I am. <laughs> um, I had something called triptychs, which was basically like something, if you were a member of AAA, you could say, I want to go from this place to this place. And then they would send you like a little pamphlet of like, <laughs> here are the places that you need to go with like a little map hmm. in That's it. so cool. So like you could, you, basically you had like a different book for everywhere you wanted to yeah. To go. Um, it's so much better now.
2: Yeah, they used <laughs> to have this this like we called it like a road bible, but it was called uh the next exit. Mm. And it was a, literally a book of like what was at every exit on the interstate. So you could look up any at interstate home. and it would tell you next the next ex next next exit or last exit. I think it was next exit. But yeah, it would like it was a book and it would tell you what was at those. So like restaurants, hotels, like hospitals, like things you might need in no. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Uh,
0: so uh, so there was no hard partying.
2: No hard partying. We all had f- like regular full-time jobs at this time mm-hmm. too. So um, like Matt had just finished school when we first started. Yeah, he, he, he had like one Spanish class left to get his degree. Um, so he just finished school and he was um, doing some web development and working at a record store same one that I was working at. Um, and then I was in full, like retail full time and I was DJing, um, a couple nights a week and I was a nanny. Um, so I was doing anything to like get money, um, just so that I could like take five days off and then go on the road. Um, gosh, I don't remember. I think Kenzie was writing for an Orlando magazine called access magazine or Tampa magazine. Um, and she was like doing a lot of writing at the time. And then Travis uh, Scott was working, I think, at EA at the time, like EA Games. Um, Pat, I, Patrick was at Sears. Like, we were all like, wor- you know, working like at, yeah. you know, were young 20 year olds working jobs.
0: I, I do feel like you just blew through that you were also a DJ. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> um, what, like, I assume you weren't like, what was your DJ name?
2: Uh, it was my, my Asian name, it was Mayoke, um, okay. which means beautiful jade. Nice. Um, yeah, my sisters and I'm beautiful Jade, precious Jade and shining Jade or me and my sisters, which is Mayoke, Poyoke and Lingyoke. Um, so yeah, I was DJ Mayoke, um, which everyone thought like Mayoki, like DJ Aoki, like from the early, early nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, yeah, whatever, say it however you want.
0: Do you have a DJ voice? Can you do your DJ voice?
2: Uh, no, because I didn't talk. I'm, I didn't have a microphone. I just, Not like I'm, radio
0: DJ. Yeah. Like, no, I know, but there's but there's still a certain amount of like. Do you, but the question like, still stands: Do you have a? Do you think you have a DJ like a radio yeah. DJ? Voice? If you had had a microphone, what what would you sound like?
2: Um, I'm probably like this.
0: <laughs> you wouldn't put on a voice. Do you have yeah. a DJ? voice? Uh, no, I don't have
1: a DJ voice. <laughs> on, I, I you, can't DJ. You got. You have to have something. No, I don't. You have got such a like a low register. I bet you could. Do I? It's lower than mine for sure. Okay. Um, like, I
0: don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, isn't this my voice? Like I just I would talk. I, in my mind, I was thinking like the, um, you know, like the Steve Aoki is the name that comes to mind of just sort of that you know like get on the dance floor, people, like you know kind of kind of thing. Like I I assume yeah. that you had a. Yeah, you know. I
2: mean, I did that, but I didn't have a microphone or anything. It was usually just me shouting yeah, over like, the music. Like, <laughs> like, hey,
0: hey, dance. Why you, are you dancing? Dance
2: <laughs> <laughs> Get up out of that chair. Um, but yeah, I I, I DJed at a bar uh, called Barbecue Bar and then um, down the street at Independent Bar. On Wednesday, on Tuesday nights, um, I DJed, you know, I'd start at like seven, 7, 8 o'clock, and it was like all indie rock and like, light metal music, and then it would, like, turn... In, just, like, light as the crowd got... <laughs> yeah. And then as the... Because it was, like, a divy bar. It was, like, a punk rock bar. Mm-hmm. And so... And then as the night got, you know, later and later, and people got more drunk and, and more drunk, they would turn into, like, 80s, and then it was, like, club bangers at the end. Like, you know, whatever cool Justin Timberlake or Britney Spears song was hot at the time.
0: Did, did you have to, like... Like, did you have to show up? Like, because... At that time, I would assume, are, are you like showing up with a bunch of like records and CDs?
2: Yeah, that's actually so, like how Matt and I started dating because um, he would help me. I had like three like mail crates, like post Post crates full mm. of records, and I would take like three with me. I'd like kind of plan, like loosely plan out a set, or at least like You'd every. you take three hour. records
0: with you and just be like, This is all you guys are getting. They're
2: <laughs> no, crates, three of, crates records. of records. <laughs> <laughs> I roughly, I mean, it probably took like probably 60 records with me, and I had 60 to 70 records, which when you're 20 and like super like limber you're like yeah i can carry a bunch of stuff and now mm-hmm. it's like the thought of carrying like 50 records upstairs i'm like why did i do that yeah. i had two turntables and a microphone just uh-huh. kidding <laughs> but i had two turntables and uh and a mixer and yeah i would, yeah i would carry all this gear around and uh matt would help me out to my car at night and oh yeah it was really cute
1: did you take requests
2: um I used to take requests in the beginning and yeah. then I got really annoyed by it because people would always like ask me like, do you have this song? And I was like, no, I don't, I don't have it. And they're like, well, why not? And I'm like, because records, because I only have 70 records with me. And they're like, you don't, you don't have this. You don't have that. Play some Tupac. And I'm like, I don't, I don't own it. <laughs> I don't have it with yeah. me. <laughs>
0: but if you want to go buy it <laughs> and bring it back, right. totally play it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, it's got to be so easy now where it's just, like, I'm going to bring my hard drive into, like, kind of turntable-y weird things, and...
2: Yeah, it was was cool, because, like, Serato had just come out around that time, too, so there were a couple DJs that were using Serato, which are, it's, like, a digital LP, and then the needle picks up, like, ones and zeros, and so you, like, play digitally off your laptop, but you can still have the effect of a turntable, which mm-hmm. was really awesome, but it was, like, so expensive, and I couldn't afford it, and I was like, well, I'm fine just using the turntables, and I wasn't a scratcher or a mixer, really, by any by any means, yeah. Um. but I got really good at, like, beat matching, so I could, like, transition from one song or, it like, overlap two songs that were really fun, um, and then Matt started DJing with me. And which was nice because then I got like a like a twenty minute break. I was like, all right, cool, you do this for a little bit. And it was really fun. What was his name? Uh he just Matt. I think uh, he was just Matt. So
0: D, what
1: would your DJ name be? Uh probably DJ D. <laughs> that's, that's good. I like
2: that.
1: Do you, okay, this is
2: uh-huh.
1: do you know there's a guy named DJ I D? It's I dash D E E. No. Okay. Just a shot in the dark. He's a I don't even know if he still does it, but he was like a, he did the scratching stuff and he's from Florida. Oh. Um, I don't remember where, but it was just a shot in the dark. Yeah. But I found him in, in my, my lonely MySpace years. I would just spend <laughs> time and just like find, I would just search and search and search and find Have music. Have
2: you logged into your MySpace recently? Right I
1: deleted it years <gasps> oh, ago no. because I was like, I'm going to forget the password and this is going to be a shrine to my awkwardness for the rest of eternity. <laughs> and I'd like, I don't regret it. Like I have, there were other, like we had music on there and those still exist. But, um, like I have been to the site and it's just, it's like the skeleton of what it was before.
2: Yeah. All my pictures are still there. Like I have tour photos and like band posters that Matt made and like all this, it is like a weird, awkward shrine to who you were at that. In that it's like a time capsule. Like all my posts are gone and the site's different now it's like all geared towards music yeah. which yeah. is really cool but even in your photo albums they like made a playlist for you so yeah. you can like be nostalgic and feel and feel feelings i guess <laughs>
0: if, if you could link to that in the in the post about this that'd be
2: cool <laughs> sure 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 <laughs> but yeah i still have my myspace and I it's a w- wild trip down memory lane.
1: I should clarify. There wasn't anything incriminating on my MySpace. <laughs> I just didn't... I, I didn't want it to exist. In you were an underwear model about. for a while. Felt,
3: uh.
1: Yeah. For Oshkosh Bagot.
3: <laughs> I, was I a, somehow I believe was a
1: child that. underwear model.
0: It's <laughs> so weird. It's not true. It's so weird, but I could also fully picture it. Do you <laughs> know Jordache?
2: Yeah.
1: I a friend of mine was a was a Jordache model as a child. Wow. Yeah. And a lot of um a lot of people I know in Buffalo were Fisher-Price models because Fisher-Price was based in East Aurora, which is a suburb of Buffalo. Uh and they would just like send out a thing or like if you knew somebody who worked there, they'd just like have your kid play with toys
0: and they'd we'll give photos. you like 50 bucks.
1: I don't even know if they got money. I think they just like got the
0: toy. Uh I that's mean uh, cool. maybe they got something. I but. I knew a guy who was a uh, Abercrombie and Fitch Model He was like On the bag
2: He was so hot On the bag (laughs) Like You might notice me From the bag
0: (laughs) Yeah Um But like he was He was A swimmer In college So he was like Cut Yeah He was He was Yeah He was like Super ripped And like It made total sense For him to be there Um And that was around The time that he was The model And then he finished College And stopped swimming Um but eight like a swimmer would.
3: <laughs> um,
0: so then he became like 300 pounds, but the same guy. You know mm. what I mean? So like I had known him for five years before somebody was like, oh, he's an American Cromion Finch model. I was like, hold, hold on. Wait, <laughs> no, no, no. You know, uh, and then I saw the picture of him and I was like, I see it. But I don't see it. But I don't see it. You know what I mean? Like, I see his cheekbones there, you know, like, you know, whatever. Um, My point is don't swim. (laughs) Because, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, swim if you're drowning.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, definitely swim if you're drowning, but don't swim. (laughs)
2: <laughs> i know this podcast is not about matt but i have to bring yeah. it up because he was a competitive swimmer like his pretty much his whole life and so mm. if you looked at matt now you'd be like you were a competitive swimmer <laughs> but yeah it's like because you go from like swimming like seven eight hours a day and burning you know five to ten thousand calories like your whole body's moving <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly to not doing that and for him saying like he went to college and was like well i'm not going to swim in college and mm. but you, i'm still hungry were you a swimmer him. I swam, so I was a military brat. And my parents were like, we're going to put her in something. Um, and I, I swam for like. How about a pool? <laughs> yeah. So I swam on like the Air Force Base, um, like children's team for like, bear, like one season. Mm-hmm. And I have a bunch of like honorable mention ribbons, <laughs> participation ribbons.
0: I'm feeling so weird now Why? because like, I- I'm trying to figure out the right wording to say this. Okay. Because, like, because there's a part of me that's like, you know, like, once you brought up the army brat thing, I was just like, all right, you were in a rock band. (laughs) You were a DJ. Mm -hmm. Like, you were a swimmer. you like, you're like, you're an army brat. I was a band geek. I was in the marching band. (laughs) Like, all right, enough cool shit. Like, Enough. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like enough like awesome life experiences. Like you know what I mean? I, you know what I'm trying to say?
2: Yeah, I do. And I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no, it, it's fun. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. I'm just saying
2: I, like, I've done a lot of things in my life. I've I have put I've dipped my toes into a lot of pools.
0: Like like
1: what I'm was, sure what was the worst pool you ever dipped your toe into? Yeah.
2: Oh oh boy. Um Oh gosh, I don't know. Or what was
1: all right? What was the worst thing you ever
0: did on tour? The, your worst tour experience as, oh. in a, being in a band. Oh. I, I'm going to just be like, like, okay, uh. I won this Oscar, but I forgot to ask my, I <laughs> forgot to thank my mom, and then like all night I had to hear about like.
2: No, but you want to? I actually. So we're like. <laughs> That's fun. God, <laughs> God damn it! We no, actually, tell
0: your story now.
2: We were. We're like. You know, getting ready for the baby, so we're like cleaning out the nursery, and and so things have to go into storage, but things have to come out of storage so that we can purge them and get rid of them. And literally yesterday, I was like emptying this box of like craft stuff that I have, and a lot of there was like old magazine subscriptions, but in it were like two magazines that that history was in. <laughs> One was AP. <laughs> I was like, whoa! Oh my gosh! I just found this, but it was cool. We actually we were like in a couple like. International Legit. magazines, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty wild, you know. So same thing. I won an Oscar.
0: Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> much the exact same thing. Pretty much. Um, yeah. Right? Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just jealous. I'm just incredibly jealous.
1: <laughs> can I? Can I rewind a little bit? Sure. So right. your parents made you, or I guess more specifically, your mother was like, you said your mother, "Yes." Uh, made you learn piano and then you moved on to clarinet and flute. Mm-hmm. Uh wha- were you like grateful for that?
2: Yes. Not later at on? the time. Like not as a kid. Yeah. A ki- at the time when you're a kid you're like I just want to go play in the woods and, you know, right. get chiggers, like <laughs> whatever you're like I don't care. What I, what is that? <laughs> it's a bug. <laughs> a bug okay. like yeah, they're like they bite. They're like ticks kind of whatever. You, I, I grew up in so I was born in England, but we moved to D.C. when I was seven. Of course you were. <laughs> and uh, so we lived in, like, the outskirts. We lived in Maryland mm-hmm. um, from uh, until I was, like, 12, and then we moved to Florida. And then, so, yeah, so, but, like, I, my childhood to me is, like, when we were a family of five living in, in Maryland, and that's when I took piano lessons and and that sort of thing, and that's, like, my childhood. Um, and then... Um, but yeah, it was like, at the time it's like, no, I just want to go play in the woods. My friends and I would play Freddy Krueger in the woods. (laughs) We would pretend that you go
1: to sleep and I'll, (laughs) I'll kill you in your dreams. (laughs)
2: We like, yeah, we basically, you like ran away, ran away from the boogeyman, like through the woods, which was fun for us. (laughs) I guess we're (laughs) weird kids who loved horror movies. Um, and then, but yeah, like as now. as I got older, I was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm happy. I can still read music. I can like these are. Oh, you're a musician, like you know." Sort
1: of. I, I don't like talking about it, but we're talking <laughs> about you. Well, I just asked because, like, that seems like, like, I just music in general seemed to inform a lot of what you ended up going on to do, like working at a record store and being a DJ. Like, do you think that was influenced by learning piano, or were you did your parents play stuff in the house, or?
2: Yeah, my, my like, how
1: did you? I guess my the bigger question is like, how did you get into and want to be in a band?
2: I always loved music. I think there was always a draw to it. Mm-hmm. One of my earliest memories is actually of my mom. I woke up in the middle of the night, and we had this old Panasonic, like, ancient 1970s, like, whatever, like, sound system, and yeah. it had these bright blue lights on it. And I remember I woke up in the middle of the night, and I heard music.
1: You just walked towards the room. So it was like a
2: zombie, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, arms out, just like, oh, here we go. But I walked out into the living room. My mom was rocking my sister to sleep. And as I mentioned earlier, like, I'm five years older than Christina and eight years older than Jenna. And she was, like, rocking her to sleep and listening to Elvis Presley. And I just remember, like, that was the most beautiful image.
1: What
0: Elvis? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was Love Me Tender. Okay, so yeah. it wasn't, like... <laughs> uh, okay. Blue sweatshirt.
0: <laughs> Admittedly, based on all the previous stories, when she said she was rocking her to sleep, I pictured her, like... like rocking her to <laughs> yeah. sleep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, I pictured her, like, uh, like, Jimi Hendrix, like... <laughs> you know just like you know what i mean (laughs) it's like playing a single guitar but it's like you know kicking ass um so at least i'm glad to know that it was physical rocking yeah
2: but yeah it was like this beautiful image and it was all like illuminated blue lighting and it was just like oh this is so beautiful and i just i don't know my parents always had music playing my dad was really into like the beatles and 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 country western music and classical music at one point and he'd be like you know we would put on this like you know opera or classical music and it would come on he was like can you just picture deer running through the woods and <laughs> leaping over a creek and i was like no <laughs> but it was really beautiful to me that he like envisioned all these amazing things see that
1: i love that when adults encourage that
3: yeah. mm-hmm. like
1: quick side story when i was in elementary school yes i say it that way elementary <laughs> uh in a music class I like if the teacher was would play music and have us write down what we thought it like she presented it like this you know imagination exercise yeah. like you're writing what you think this is the soundtrack to and i distinctly remember she played the dueling banjos song oh wow uh and,
2: <coughs> yeah. and
1: i wrote this like full like we just had to write a paragraph and i wrote this full page and it was like like good it was like a good story about like th- these kids and this field and never, it was like it had nothing it was nowhere near like deliverance it was like pure and like <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like really good and i was really proud of it like i knew i written something well and like i turned it in and i got it back and she's just like no it was dueling banjos that's what the song was i, was like,
2: <laughs> You're like, I know You're like yeah that's not yeah. the fucking
0: like that's the point <laughs>
1: She's just like, no, that's what it is. Okay, great. So I'm glad your dad encouraged that.
2: Yeah, and there was always music playing. And my family were we were like really big like Disney fanatics. So my mom bought like all these like sing along bouncy ball like yeah, like so I know all the Disney tunes because of this bouncy ball like follow the words on the screen um, thing. And it was like just the music from Disney movies. And yeah, so that was. It was always playing. And, and having younger sisters, it was like oh, we were always singing to them and during nursery rhymes and that sort of thing. So it, I think it was just kind of in green.
0: Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, how did the band end?
2: Uh, so in I guess it was like right before Matt and I got married, around 2008, 2009-ish, we um, decided to call it quits because Matt and I, not because Matt and I were getting married, but at the time that was like a major event and – Um, Kenzie had already left the band to move here to New York. Um, so Travis was in our, was our bass player and he had just accepted a job into the secret service. Nice. Mm -hmm, True story. Um, so he was leaving to go to DC to work in the secret service. Our other keyboard player, Scott, uh, was in the middle of his PhD, um, in human computer interaction, So he was like in the throes, like he was not able to like he was like writing his thesis and doing all the hard, heavy stuff and wasn't able to tour. And then our drummer um, had just gotten married and and had a baby as well. So it was just kind of like timing wise, it was time for us to just throw in the hat. Um, And Patrick is still playing drums um, in Orlando with a couple different bands. Uh, Matt writes here and there, um, but hasn't, I think, I think our apartment's really small, so he feels a little creatively stifled in our mm. house to write music right now mm. um, I have not touched the keyboard since and uh, Travis is uh, in uh, Seattle with in a two- piece band with his girlfriend longtime girlfriend
0: mm. nice. so, yeah. cool anything else before we get to the speed round uh, were you uh, You an Air Force pilot, or were you... uh,
2: (laughs) you... (laughs) Uh, No, but I can still uh, grip a skateboard. I worked in the skate industry for a long time.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Isn't that rad? Yeah. I don't know why it's driving me so crazy. I mean, I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for all these amazing life experiences that you've had (laughs) and how you're, like, the coolest fucking person I know. So, like, good job on that. Thank you. Good job on being super cool (laughs) and really nice and having everything being...
2: I will say that's like, I, we were, so I was just talking to a a friend yesterday about like greatest like misconceptions about yourself. Mm -hmm. And I would say that I think that's like the biggest misconception about me is that I think a lot of people think I'm fake off the bat because I am really nice, but it's, it's like it truly is who I am. Like I just, I can't help but want to just like be everyone's friend and like be really nice to people. (laughs) So it's funny that you bring that up. So thank you.
0: Yeah. You are incredibly nice,
2: and it's real. <laughs> it's genuine. Like I actually have. You can't
1: see it, but she, the thing we left off the top, like she gave Dustin a candy bar, but then like put her hand out and did that like rubbing <laughs> her fingers together, like money sign thing, like pay up.
2: <laughs> That'll be one dollar.
1: <laughs> also, she, you, you knew sign language, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, they studied sign awesome. language. Probably
1: not great for an audio medium, but...
2: No, but <laughs> I would love to get back into it. Um, yeah, it's an important language and culture. I, capital D, deaf, yeah. is yeah. Um, really an amazing thing. So I have, I mean, there's a whole other conversation about cochlear implants and things like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, the deaf culture and community is a really loving community, so...
1: you talked to Leslie about it?
2: No. Leslie Bowen?
1: Yeah, she uh she knows it.
0: Oh, I didn't know it.
2: I didn't know that either. I think.
1: Yeah. Leslie, I'm sorry if I'm <laughs> 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 saying I'm telling lies.
0: Yeah. Uh, and now you're gonna create life. Yeah. I mean you did already, but like yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, happening whether yeah.
2: I'm ready or not.
0: Uh cool. All right, you wanna get into the speed round then? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um <laughs> what is your just me movie? Movie that you like that probably nobody else likes, but god damn it you like it.
2: Um uh, my favorite one is Mary Poppins. Yuck! Oh come on! I know everybody likes <laughs> Mary. Right. The, the, the movie that I that, that only I like that no one else likes. Oh no, this is so hard.
0: Can you I guess? You want to come? You're gonna, you're gonna guess her favorite movie? Sure. Uh, Biodome.
2: I've never seen it. Okay, so there was a period of my life where I never watched movies. I like rejected movies. And I don't know why. I honestly don't know why I did. I just refused to. Rejected?
1: Oh, you were. It wasn't just like you didn't watch them. You were like, I'm not going to.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to watch movies. Wow. And there was, it was probably like a good like, three or four years of my life where I just was like, no.
1: So you missed all Polly Shores greatest hits
2: yeah pretty much like i went wayne's world might have been the last movie that i saw in the theater before i was like i'm done i'm done that was I it for the best me I could get. <laughs> that's the, the <laughs> pinnacle of my movie watching <laughs>
0: and you'll never see jury duty and that's so sad oh. what do you what do you think
1: about this the new um i guess it's like a sequel to mary poppins the one with uh, i'm actually really Emily excited Brown.
2: about it i, I think it looks magical in the greatest way.
1: I, I know almost nothing
3: about it.
2: Oh, you should watch the trailer. It looks really beautiful. I was really nervous about it because I was like, no one can replace Julie Andrews. What? And then yeah, this is like it's it looks beautiful. It's Emily Blunt? Yeah, yeah, Emily Blunt. And it it's it looks magical. It's its own thing. They're not trying to recreate shot for shot or anything like that. Like it's yeah. it's, it's it's it looks really good. And j- so I'm excited.
1: Like, kudos to her because that's a, those are some big shoes to step in.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And like, I uh, I went to a taping of uh, Colbert's show like a year or two ago uh, and Julie Andrews was one of the guests and she got like a 10 minute standing ovation. She hadn't huh. even said or done anything. Like, she, I think she ate grapes. She was like eating <laughs> grapes on stage. Like she <laughs> had them from backstage. But like, it, she, she was eating grapes and people were like, yes, you're the best. You're amazing. And amazing. and. I was in. I was in awe. Yeah. But yeah, no, she seems like really sweet. Like I thought that was really good casting.
2: Yeah, I'm glad they kept it British.
1: <laughs> Did they get somebody who was like very obviously not British to play the like Dick, <laughs> Dick Van Dyke character <laughs> oh, I with like know. a terrible Cockney? Like <laughs> I could do that. Go for
0: it. But well, no, Van Dyke no, it's probably an, too yeah, late. Yeah, yeah. It's probably too late.
2: But Van Dyke was American. Right. right that's yeah. what I mean. Oh. He was doing like <laughs> yeah. a
1: terror, like. The least convincing. Oh, I love governor. I, yeah.
0: I've, I've never seen it, so what, I don't. Really? I've never seen it. Oh. It didn't seem like a thing that was in my like
1: your wheelhouse.
0: Yeah, be, because like I was a very very cynical child, so mm. anything that was like love is wonderful and everybody, family, and you know, I was just like fuck you, <laughs> like that's not you know you know what I mean like. Um, so Mary Poppins felt like it was like right in that, like everybody sing and it'll be wonderful. Have you of, seen The Sound of Music? Yes. I have more affinity for The Sound of Music just because I like, you know, like performed parts of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like... Oh, you were in it? I, I was in like a hybrid weird version of it. In Which the, child were you?
1: Which fun <laughs> trap child
0: were you? Um, <laughs> we were like, I, I was one that... We rewrote it, so I was one that didn't exist in the original. I don't remember <laughs> oh, okay. what my name okay. was. I was like an extra kid. I was a bad actor, so I was not a main character. I it. love it.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> but I still have an affinity for it, goddammit. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, I have issues. Um, uh, anyway. Uh, just Me Music, which I assume, uh, since you've toured with a. Giant number of bands. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, um, I would say the band that I love that not a lot of people have heard of is Joy Formidable. Um, they're a Welsh band, three piece, lead front, uh, a woman lead guitar front woman. Um, and they're incredible and amazing. And they're actually playing in Brooklyn this week, but I can't go because um, I'll be performing myself at the Armory. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they're an amazing like three piece from. Wales which is and they're amazing and when she speaks normally like you can barely understand her cuz her accent is so thick and you're, and it's that like Welsh which I'm not going to do because I don't even understand <laughs> I don't even understand how to do it
1: Dick Van Dyke set the bar really low right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um but yeah that, I I I feel like that's my my just me
1: Do you have oh. any other you have a band you want to like get the word out for a band people should be listening to
2: Oh
1: not necessarily just you, but like you know, like this is a good band. More people should listen to them. Uh, I pose a question to you also.
0: Yeah. Uh, one Republic? No. Who is that? No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> 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 <Who is that>? <laughs> <laughs> no, not kidding. Um. Uh, no I, my answer to that is is um, is a is a person that I probably mentioned before. Um, it, it's it, she's well known because you know one of her songs. Which is Rachel Platten? Oh yeah. Um, Because when you were talking about like doing those smaller shows, um, like we had gone to see her for her record release party. Yeah. And she did it at um, what's that like? It's a place on like I think it's like on Allen Street. Um, It's this tiny. It's a place that holds maybe like a hundred pianos. No. Um. It's got like a longer. Name, it's like Rockwood, yeah, or something like Rockwood that.
2: Music Hall,
0: yeah, Rockwood Music Hall,
2: yeah.
0: Um, and she did it there, even though, like, if you looked at her tour schedule, it was like arenas, you know, or like decent sized places, and then this minuscule little thing, you know. Um, and we happened to get tickets because we went in in like the eight, you know, the eight minute window that it was available, and we were like, Why is she playing here? And it was because she was releasing her new album, and she's like, Look. I've done about 200 shows here. Like, it's just, this is the first time you guys showed up. Aww. Because, you know, like, because, like you, like, you know those, like, yeah. when you're up and coming band, you're, you're just performing, and it's your, like, this was her home gig. Yeah. You know, um.
2: That's what Will's Pub was for us back home. It yeah. was, that's our, that was our home, and we hung out there when we weren't playing, and we went and supported other local bands that were playing at the time, and, yeah, I, I get that completely.
0: Yeah. Um, So she was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it at a place that's, like, my home. Oh,
2: that's
0: Um, And it was just so endearing and just seeing her, like, perform to everybody. And, like, I was joking before about being, like, a cynical kid and all that. But, like, a lot of the music that I've listened to traditionally is that sort of more angsty, you know. My joke was always that, like, I had a very similar musical taste to, like, like, a young lesbian you know, like, <laughs> uh, like, you know, uh, Ani DeFranco, Tori Amos, Tegan and Sarah, you know, things that like, you know, traditionally, um,
2: have feminist anthem yes. songs. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but something about her particular music, I've started to sort of move into like, Hey, maybe things are optimistic. Maybe things are good. Maybe like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway. That's she's, not about me. She's great. Like, yeah, she's wonderful. I I recommend uh, her new album. I don't remember what it's called, but yeah. um, check it out because it's it's pretty good. Cool. Um. Anyway, I'm sorry that was a so much longer answer know. than you were probably Did looking for.
2: Um, something that's out. This right is like, now. like partially
1: m- a little selfish because I'm just I'm always interested to find new stuff,
2: like new music,
1: just stuff I haven't heard.
2: Um. Matt actually, uh, I know I always talk about Matt, it's like my whole life. I, Who is I'm that? so boring. <laughs> my husband, Matt. <laughs> um, Julian Baker, actually, she's great, yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's, she, it's fantastic and great. <laughs> he got me turned on to that. He's he's more of a new music like connoisseur and will like seek out new stuff. Yeah. Like, he loves the new Kendrick and he loves you know all the new stuff. And I, I'm more of like a oh, but this album from 1999 was so great. And yeah. Let's listen to the Get Up Kids again. Um, so I I tend to fall back on things that I've already heard and know that I like.
1: Have you listened to the trio she's in? Yes, I that's what's been on out. repeat. I, I haven't listened to it yet, but I don't remember
2: the name. I think it's just their three the three names together, no? no I don't right? know. Oh, don't no, remember. no, you're right. It does have a name, but I always see it with the three names. Oh, yeah. um, Oh, gosh.
1: I'm sure if you Google Julian Baker, it'll come up. Yeah. Um,
0: just me food.
2: Um, uh, just me, well, tofu cream cheese. (laughs) I like bagels and tofu cream cheese. I have a milk allergy, um, which I didn't develop until I was 30, um, so I, I'm, I know what I'm missing and it makes me really sad. <laughs> <laughs> I just covet everyone's food all the time. And I don't know how many times I would just love to just get a $2 slice on the way home. But mm. because I can't, it's like, oh, there's nothing to eat. And then I get really hangry really fast. Um, so there's probably there's always bread and tofu cream cheese in our fridge.
0: So do you think that like you're psychologically making yourself like the tofu cream cheese because you have to or do you think you like it?
2: Oh, I psychologically have to like it.
0: <laughs> okay. So you, this is your brain being like, no, this is good. I refuse to accept this not being good. I, I need know to eat full something. well
2: it does not taste like it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it doesn't taste like anything except plastic.
1: So. Okay. Have you moved on to other, like, all the, like, vegan cheeses, the ones, like, made yeah, from nuts and stuff? it's
2: all bad, except for Kite Hill is the the closest. Kite Hill is wonderful but it's so expensive you get this like tiny two ounce tub for like eight dollars and it's like oh that those two bites were delicious um so it makes me sad that it costs so much but i get it It, like takes a long time to make and whatever um so annoying uh and kite hill and and follow your heart is my two favorite vegan cheese brands um there's a lot out there a lot of it doesn't taste like cheese
0: <laughs>
2: it's true. I think
1: some of them are good, but they do. I agree, they don't taste like
0: cheese. You call, you call yourself something different.
1: Well, a lot of the <laughs> only ones I've ever had are like like it's like soft cheeses. They're more like spreads than anything else. Oh. So it's like I guess like cream cheese. But
0: yeah,
1: I've also I, entered a phase of my life. I feel like I've been in this for a while. I'm not super picky. Like, what do you mean? I like I I'm if it was like there and it was all I had to eat. I, Like, my brain wouldn't be like, no, this is gross. Go out and get something else. I'd be like, I'll just eat this. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just (laughs) acceptance.
2: Okay. Sustenance.
0: I'm I'm totally the opposite. I've just narrowed it down to, like, I'm going to eat these five things over and over and over again. And just, like, that's how it's going to (sighs) be.
1: With the occasional... Circus peanut,
0: with occasional circus peanut that I <laughs> deeply regret for, <laughs> until four years from now when I forget that I <laughs> how much I regretted it. I just
2: love food so much, and I wish like, I wish I could eat everything. I I would I would go to every Michelin star restaurant and order chef's choice, but like that's so hard for me to do. I'm like, oh, but nothing with milk in it because I'm completely allergic. So it's mm-hmm. like,
0: uh, yeah, I'm horrified by those places where it's like, oh, no, we don't have a menu. We'll just serve you whatever, like, you we're like making today. Yeah, no. Nah. Oh, the that the adventure. So, yeah. That
2: sounds so exciting to me, though.
0: I, I mean, I'm sure it, I'm sure it is for people who, like, eat everything. There was a seafood place in Astoria right by, like, where we live that was that, where it was like, whatever fish we have today is the fish you're going to eat. And I was like, no, that's not, <laughs> no. You got this from the East River. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Um all right so just me crush celebrity crush celebrity crush yeah cuz you can't say Matt on this one ah, I well. know you're going to try and try and say that
2: No.
0: uh that was Andy I mean he w-
2: Jason <laughs> Sudeikis
0: Oh
1: all right What is it about Jason Sudeikis He's
2: so funny Matt
1: kind of looks like Jason <laughs> a little bit <laughs> Yeah Wait it. is she cheating <laughs> <laughs> No I, it, it, <laughs> Is that
2: cheating I'm just, <laughs> you just I'm, cheat? I'm just joking <laughs> He's so funny I don't know I just I find him endearing and silly. Okay.
3: Yeah.
0: Good qualities. Yeah. Good. So in like Forgetting Sarah Marshall, you were like all in.
2: Oh, yeah. So cute.
0: He wasn't Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yeah, he was the one Forgetting Sarah Marshall.
2: Yeah. No. No, he wasn't. Oh, no. I no, was thinking no. of a different guy.
1: You're thinking of Jason Segel. Jason Segel wasn't, wasn't. Yeah, I was I
0: was you're was right. I'm thinking of a totally different guy. He's fun. Um. <laughs> yeah, I totally Jason fucked Sudeikis that Jason from SNL. Jason Stadick. Yes, now I get it.
2: Married to Olivia Wilde. Um, are they who, married? Yeah, or were I? Well, were no. Like I thought yeah.
1: they were just like committed relationships Like never oh, yeah. got married. They have kids.
2: Or a kid. Um, kids.
0: Now, now that know? now I don't that know. I now that I know the right guy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I went to go see SNL one time because a friend of mine like knew somebody in the band. Yeah. Um. And was able to give me tickets. And. Like just watching him prep for a sketch like before the commercial, like he was the nicest guy. Yeah. Like like the cue card people would be like, you know, all over the things and he's like, No, oh, thank you so much. Like I got it. I got yeah. it. Like you know, like like you you could just see people were like He's a good dude. He that he was a good dude. Uh oh. so good luck with that.
2: Yeah, I did get to shake his hand once, which was really nice. cool. And then was I got it the sweaty. No. But I get and the, then you got the flu, the flu <laughs> oh. like the next day. Um but yeah, he he was like the guest on Harmontown. like yeah. um on so and uh they did D&D live on stage and he had never played before and so I found it hilarious cuz I love D&D. Um and then yeah, after the show I was like I couldn't not say hi. I was like, "Hi." And shook his hand. I was like hey. And then I got the flu.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Story over. Yeah. Um cool. Uh I think we're yeah, pretty much out of time but um is there anything you'd like to promote do you have any shows coming up
2: uh yeah i'm on pyramid scheme at the armory uh our last two shows are on november 16th and december 7th and for this season and then knock on wood we don't know what's happening next <laughs> season so hopefully uh fun times are ahead and uh uh, my indie team Towels is playing at the Loft on December 3rd. The Pit Loft. The Pit Loft. Yes. The Pit Loft, um, on Monday, December 3rd. And I think that's all that's booked right now. Oh, cool. and I'm in Shot for Shot this Saturday.
0: Nice.
2: Scott Pilgrim. It's going to be so fun.
0: Are you Scott Pilgrim?
2: I'm not. I'm Kim Pine. I get to be the drummer. Nice. I'm so excited.
1: I'm Stephen Stills.
2: Yeah. Nice. Oh, nice we're singer. in a band. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Are we do I have to play?
2: If you want to.
1: I mean I don't I don't like own a guitar or anything. I think I have one in here too somewhere.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, right over there. Yeah. Um yeah, let me know. Um you want to promote anything? Uh yes. Uh on November twelfth, uh Annie and I will be doing the complex at the pit loft.
1: Ooh, That's cool. a Monday.
0: Yes. Uh please come check that out. Uh, I think it's like 8.30, but um I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um and then on uh, November 18th, I'm doing my brand new uh, solocom show, um, Never Been High. Yeah. Um, uh, please come check that out. That's at 1 o'clock on um, Sunday, November 18th. Please, please come. Yeah.
1: You? Uh, no. Okay. No. Yeah, uh, yeah uh-huh. I'm on uh, a softball, not a softball team, a team called softball uh, at the Armory. And I love it all of them so much. Uh, I think we're pretty good. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're not performing this Friday, but next Friday uh, we'll be on, and I'm also in Shot for Shot Saturday. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you don't have to come to see me in general. Like, I think you should just come to the Armory overall. Mm -hmm. There's never a bad show.
0: Yeah, I agree. Cool. All right.
3: Yay, thank Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for doing it. Yeah, thanks so much. Yay. Bye.